You're listening to the Small Biz Ahead podcast, brought to you by The Hartford. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Small Biz Ahead podcast. This is my weekly podcast. My name is Gene Marks, where I talk a little bit about something that's impacting your business this week and some advice and thoughts that I have. And uh-oh, there are potential changes to independent contractor rules coming, and they may impact your small business. Pay attention. If your business like mine uses independent contractors, then new rules are coming from the Department of Labor that may change how you and I classify our workers. Many of us may be required to classify these contractors as employees. Now, currently, there are a number of factors that are considered when determining whether or not a worker is an independent contractor or employee. These factors include the permanency of the relationship, the nature and the degree of the control you have over that worker, and the contractor's opportunities for profit and loss. In an independent contractor relationship, the contractor is not entitled to any benefits like an employee, like health insurance, for example, and they're responsible for paying their own taxes, right? I mean, you've, you've got some of these people in your business, I'm sure. The business, that's you and me, we pay the contractor directly, and if more than 600 bucks during the year, we've got to report these payments to the IRS via a Form 1099, right? We're familiar with that. Well, all of this, guys, is about to change. Last month, the Department of Labor formally announced this plan to issue new rules as to how employers classify their employees and contractors. The Department of Labor has indicated that it's going to be using or prefers to use what's called the ABC rule to determine worker classification. Let me walk you through this rule because one of the stipulates, B, is the most important one for you and I. Well, A is the worker is free from control and direction of the hirer in connection with the performance of the work. So if you're hiring an independent contractor, they should have complete control over what they're doing and be free to do it whenever they want. Fair enough, right? Another part of this is that the worker is customarily engaged in an independently trade occupation or business. So if you're hiring a 1099 worker, hopefully they've got other customers that they're working for. They're they're a separate entity. Fair enough, right? No, that's really not that different in the past. Here's the big one. And by the way, this is the B of the ABC rule. The worker has to be performing work that is outside of the usual course of the hiring entity's business. Outside of the usual course. So what that means is this, if you're hiring a worker to generate revenue for you, that is not exactly outside of your business. And if that is what that 1099 worker is going to be doing, you might have to include that person as an employee. Let, take my business, for example, okay? When, when needed, I employ a handful of uh, outside developers. They, they perform tasks for some of my clients, and, and then I bill my clients for their time. Under this ABC rule, I may be required to classify those developers as employees because they are not performing work that's outside of the usual course of my business, right? They're actually doing development work, client project work, and I'm billing them to my clients. They're generating revenue for me, which means I would have to withhold taxes and potentially offer them participation in my company's benefit plans. This holds true for any small business that uses independent drivers, content creators, technicians, trainers, or specialists that are performing billable services for their customers. Is that you? It could very well be. What's even more concerning is that these new rules could be applied retroactively as well. Now, there are 
you know, opponents to this, of course. I mean, the many business organizations and associations representing freelancers, they say that these rules inhibit entrepreneurship and their freedom to practice independently. They argue that the new rules are going to raise costs for small businesses, right? We'll have to pay payroll taxes and benefits. Uh, and that, you know, uh, it'll make it easier for unions to unionize as well, okay? Um, some people just say it will give more worker protection. So that's what the supporters like from it as well. Regardless, for you as a small business owner like me, it's time to get ready. It would be wise for you to review your existing independent contractor arrangements and perhaps talk to a labor attorney, okay? You know, what else can you do? Make sure you're prepared to pay more payroll taxes and benefits if you think some of these are going to qualify as workers. You may need to make adjustments to your contracts in order to cover the costs of these benefits and taxes. You know, Also, take a look at your insurance policies, uh, particularly your workers' compensation covers, because if, if you have more people that are classified as employees, that's going to have an impact on your, you know, on your insurance premiums. The Department of Labor held two open forums about this in June. To get feedback and is now they've begun their formal rulemaking process and although no date has been given for the final rule i'm kind of expecting this to happen before the end of the year all right by the way even when that new rule is issued there's going to be complications um, that's because the rule it will likely not affect how states determine how states determine their worker classifications and apparently it's not even going to change how the irs determines independent contractors for tax reporting purposes are you confused about this yeah, you're not alone. And that's why a lot of attorneys are saying that lawsuits are going to be inevitable. Regardless of all of that, worker classification rules are changing and those changes are on the way. If you have 1099s in your business and you are looking, uh, you know, you, you are using them to generate profit for your business, you might have to classify them as an employee. So watch out. Talk to a labor attorney or an accountant now and make sure that you are prepared. My name is Gene Marks. You have been listening to the Hartford Small Biz Ahead podcast. Hope this little bit of advice is helpful to you. Keep up to date on those worker classification rules, and I'll keep you up to date on other things that impact your small business in this weekly podcast. Look forward to coming back and speaking with you again. Take care.